Welcome to Lose Lips, all the things you wanted to say but didn't know how to say it. Today's topic is the death of Nalbany. What's left for Russia now? Alexei Nalbany was a prominent Russian opposition leader and anti-corruption activist who died in prison on February 16, 2024. He was 47 years old. He had been sentenced to 19 years in jail on charges that he and his supporters denounced as politically motivated. He had also survived a poisoning attempt in 2020 that he blamed on the Kremlin. His death sparked international condemnation and outrage, as well as calls for an independent investigation. Many people wanted Nalbany to survive and speak his truth, not only to Russians, but to the world abroad. It is a shame that once again, Putin has killed off someone that dared to defy him. Nalbany was important because he was the most prominent opposition leader and anti-corruption activist in Russia. He challenged the rule of President Vladimir Putin and exposed the alleged corruption and wealth of the Russian elite. This became very apparent when the war started and Russia found out they were missing equipment that had been budgeted before. Of course, the thieves and mob elites stole the money, and when it came time for the war in Ukraine, Russia fell inadequate in their supplies. Nalvany also inspired millions of Russians to protest against the Kremlin and demand political change. He was seen by many as a symbol of courage and hope for a democratic future in Russia. But of course, change in Russia threatens not only Putin himself, but his oligarchs and the elite that steal from the people. Nalvany exposed all of this. So with all of this taking place, and was Putin killing everyone that dares to defy him, does he have fear that someone will come into power other than himself? Putin's motivations and fears are not always clear or consistent. However, based on some of the information I was able to find on the web, it seems that Putin does fear internal dissent and challenges to his authority more than external threats. Some experts even have argued that Putin has eliminated or marginalized anyone who could have posed a serious threat to his rule, leaving only loyal or fearful subordinates. This could mean that he is afraid of any competition or criticism that could expose his weaknesses or undermine his legitimacy. Nalvany was one of the few opposition leaders who dared to confront Putin and expose the corruption and wealth of the Russian elite. Putin may have seen Nalvany as a dangerous rival who could challenge his grip on power and influence public opinion. Therefore, one possible interpretation is that Putin is scared of competition 
especially from within his own country. However, this is not a definitive answer, as Putin may also have other reasons or goals that are not obvious to outsiders. So as I was reading about all this, I wondered, do all of critics of Putin die? Now, some of Putin's critics have survived assassination attempts or managed to escape Russia, but many others have been killed or poisoned. Now, a list of some of the most prominent cases are Alexei Navalny. He was the most prominent opposition leader and anti-corruption activist in Russia. He died in prison on February 16th after being sentenced to 19 years on charges that he and his supporter, supporters denounced as politically motivated. He, he had also survived a poisoning attempt in 2020 that he blamed on the Kremlin. Yodor Berzilov, he was a founder of the protest group Pussy Riot, which staged several anti-Putin performances. He fell severely ill and was flown to Berlin in 2018, where doctors said poisoning was highly plausible. He eventually recovered. Boris Nemstov, he was a former deputy prime minister and a popular politician who challenged Putin's role. He was gunned down by assailants on a bridge adjacent to the Kremlin in 2015. Zelimkin Hanskafield. He was a Georgian national and ethnic Chechen who had once fought against Russia in the Second Chechen War. He was shot dead in broad daylight in Berlin's Tiergarten Park in 2019. The killer, a Russian intelligence agent, was arrested at the scene and sentenced to life imprisonment two years later. Yagenti Prizhozhin. He was the head of the Wagner Group, a private military company that carried out operations in Syria, Libya, and other countries on behalf of the Kremlin. He staged a brief rebellion against Putin in 2023, but agreed to go into exile in Belarus. He died in a plane crash in 2024, which some suspect was Kremlin-backed. These are just some of the examples of the many attacks on Putin's critics over the years. The Kremlin has routinely denied any involvement or responsibility, but many observers have accused Putin of eliminating or silencing anyone who could pose a threat to his power. So with all of this, what is to become of Russia if everyone were to oppose Putin? So, it seems that there are different possible scenarios for Russia's future if everyone were to criticize him. Here are some of them. Scenario 1. Putin becomes more isolated and paranoid and resorts to more repression and aggression to silence his critics and maintain his power. This could lead to more violence, instability, and international isolation for Russia, as well as increased sanctions and pressures from the West. Scenario 2. Putin faces a popular uprising or a coup from within his own regime and is forced to step down or flee the country. This could create a power vacuum 
in a period of uncertainty and chaos in Russia, as different factions compete for influence and control. This could also trigger a humanitarian crisis, a civil war, or a foreign intervention. Scenario 3. Putin decides to initiate a political transition and allow for more democracy and pluralism in Russia in response to the growing discontent and demands of his people. This could open a door for a peaceful and gradual change in Russia, as well as improve relations with the rest and the rest of the world. This could also foster more economic and social development, as well as more respect for human rights and the rule of law. Even though these are some scenarios, I still think they are like far-fetched because to me, it seems that the Russian people are so scared. So I ask myself, why are Russians so scared to protest? There's repression. The Russian authorities have cracked down on any dissent or opposition to the war, using harsh laws, arrests, searches, violence, and intimidation. Many protesters and activists have faced beatings, humiliation, long prison terms, having their children taken from them, losing their jobs, or being denied essential documents. Propaganda. The Russian media, which is largely controlled by the state, has spread misinformation and lies about the war, portraying it as a patriotic and offensive mission against a hostile and fascist Ukraine. Many Russians have been influenced by this propaganda and believe that the war is justified and necessary. Fear. The Russian society, which has suffered from decades of economic and political instability, has developed a sense of fear and insecurity, as well as a distrust of the West and the rest of the world. Many Russians are afraid of losing what they have or facing worse consequences if they challenge the status quo or the government. Apathy. The Russian society, which has also experienced a decline in civic engagement and social capital, has developed a sense of apathy and resignation, as well as a lack of alternative vision of leaders. Many Russians feel powerless, hopeless, or indifferent to change the situation or to participate in politics. Putin right now is facing global backlash that Nalvani has died. It is only a matter of time that this reaches his doorstep. Already deals are being made to secure Ukraine with security guarantees. There is ramping up on borders. Will a third world war happen? I don't know, but Putin has made himself a social pariah at this point, and the Russians that back him as well. If all of the opposition is dead, in prison, or fled, it leads outsiders to believe that Russians can't think for themselves. They like having someone think for them, do for them, give them the meager means of support to live. They value nothing except to see the next day. They have nothing to gain, nothing to lose. 
They don't mind living in poverty or being uneducated. They don't mind never seeing outside their own country. They like the status quo. They believe that the oligarchs and the elite are entitled to the riches that are bestowed on them, never once thinking that it is their own wages that they are stealing. They don't mind that these oligarch, politicians, and elite steal from the poor to enrich their own lives. They don't mind that they live in squalor. After all, what do they know? They know no better than what is told to them, what is given to them to see, what is given to them to purchase, what is given to them to feel. The vast majority of Russians live in squalor, and unbeknownst to them, this is not how everyone else lives. But hey, what do they know? Putin tells them something is true, they know no better. And Putin likes them that way, uneducated, unmotivated, and gullible. After all, that is what the plan is. Keep the public stupid in order to keep everything under his tight control. There is a special place in hell for Putin, for all he has done, and for his followers that made it happen. I can only hope that he meets his baker soon to stop the destruction of those that tell the truth. And that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to Lose Lips, and until the next time.